0: We've been conditioned to believe that vision is all we need without the discipline to steward it. There's a level of sanctification, set apart, consecrated to become more like Christ, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession that we may declare the praises of him who called us out of darkness and into his wonderful light. 1 Peter two nine Needed to handle the magnitude of what's coming, asked Joseph. His character was purged until the promises of God came to pass. Psalms 105.19 Character purge, character Mental or moral qualities, distinctive to an individual, purged, ridded of unwanted quality, condition, or feeling, remove, refine, prune, smelt, test. I will bring my fiery hand upon thee and burn thee and purify thee into something clean. Isaiah one twenty five. As delayed it, and I keep doing that, as stated in Galatians five thirteen. Do not use your freedom to indulge in the flesh characteristics of flesh sexual immorality impurity and debauchery idolatry and witchcraft hatred discord jealousy fits of rage selfish ambition dissensions rations and envy drunkenness orgies and the like remember we were made in the image and likeness of god yet we want material and prosperity gained but what does our fruit consist of jesus is the vine jesus is the vine we are the branches he the father the gardener cuts where no fruit bears every branch that bears is pruned Every branch that bears is pruned, purged, fruit is of the spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and emphasis on self-control. Where there is no control of self, there is power to be controlled, given over to someone else. If it's not God, then it's flesh or distractions on the playground of destruction. Be restored in gentleness, coming to one another with forgiveness so that the Father in heaven can forgive us if it's, if there is an odd problem or concern Offense. we better figure it out like connecting the dots. Christ has set us free to become more like him. To be more light than dark, to be light in the dark, a city to shine brightly upon the hill is our light shining or dimmed. What does it profit a man to gain this world but lose his soul? What does our fruit consist of? Are we rejoicing through the process of becoming or complaining because we rather remain stuck in the past of the old than move past it? Remember no longer the former things of old. Can we not perceive the new thing before us? We are not... Our mistakes from yesterday, we are not a mistake. We are a child of the Holy of Holies, the one and only God who desires to give us hope in a future without harm, but did not say that the weapons would not form. He said that they would not prosper. Buckle up. Let's fasten our belt of truth, our breastplate of righteousness, lacing up the shoes of the gospel of peace, picking up the shield of faith, placing the helmet of salvation upon our heads to swing with the sword of the spirit. This battle is not against flesh and blood, and we do not have a high priest who cannot empathize with where we are. Yet he who was without sin became the sacrifice for us all so that we may experience the eternal life present before the fall. At least we could do a step aside, laying down our desires and wants. To embrace the story he wrote for each and every one of us, this is to be unlocked as we go lower in service or by placing ourselves upon an altar as a sacrifice pleasant before the Lord, seeking first the kingdom and righteousness, knowing that all the things we need will be added. It's not, can God, can we trust God, but can God trust us? We won't allow the pressure of this world that is smothering us to silence because we're carrying the weight that's supposed to be purging us is crushing us. (laughs) Y'all, we're going to submit to the process. If God Would have given Joseph the promise 22 years at the onset of the dream, he would have forfeited the assignment because of the lack of maturity to steward the promise. Vision requires us to step into the sanctification process in between the word and a couple of God's promises. You are listening to Naked and Exposed, the podcast, season three, where we discover the power behind our voice, own our stories, and make it look good. I'm your host, Janae. What is up, you guys? Let's just jump right into this episode, and I want to say Happy New Year to you, y'all. We made it to 2021. Cues Joseph Solomon's gold. Last year was a fire. Now I'm gold. The gold look good on you. The smoke look good on you. I just made that that part up. I don't remember the actual words to the song, but it's this reality that we go through testing and trials and processing to look more like Christ because it's for our development, it's for our, our discipline, it's for our character. And what better way to start off season three Part two, as in on the other side of 2021, this episode, January, because instead of dropping on the 15th and the 22nd, I'm dropping on the Tuesdays, the second and third and fourth Tuesdays of these months, because I got some bonus content coming for you. But to stay focused on the topic, y'all, discipline is required. Like, God is requiring a deeper level of devotion. God is requiring a deeper level of sanctification. God is requiring a deeper level of our surrender and commitment to seek Him first. To Matthew 6 seek first the kingdom and righteousness, knowing all the things will be added onto us. Y'all, 2020 was a defining year, it was extremely stretching and i don't want to be insensitive to the calamities and the sickness and the death however i cannot allow myself to not give all the honor and glory to pray and praise to the lord i have my mind because of god i am in my right mind because of god like there have been blessings that have has come out of the 2020 and jackie perry did a post in It was just along the lines of, let me pull it up. It basically said, even if next year is just like this year, I won't be. Even if 2021 doesn't change, I will. (laughs) Y'all, we made it. We made it to 2021. And despite what the next year looks like, We have a testimony to show that we have the ability to endure. And this season is requiring another level of discipline. It's requiring another level of sanctification. We've been conditioned to believe that vision is all we need without the discipline to steward it, y'all. We can write our vision plain. But the real question is, are we writing the vision with God Are we writing the vision in relationship with the Lord, coming to know God as a father? And it's so cool how God orchestrated this, you guys, because I just released a free ebook on my website, janaecarly.com, titled Endure. And anything that God requires of us initiates a level of endurance. Struggle produces endurance, endurance produces character, and character produces hope. And my hope is that, If you were to just binge all of this content, you'll notice that a lot of this stuff is repetitive solely because if we keep hearing it over and over, the seeds are continuously planted and they'll start to sprout. And so it's this reality that no, we can't just write the vision plain because we want what manifests to be within the will of the Lord. We want what God wants for us because it's the story that he wrote for us. However, it is up to us to partner with what God says to do, but the only way to partner with him is to be in relationship with him. And so we need a lot more than vision. We need discipline to steward it. We need to step into our sanctification, allowing the word to refresh us and to cleanse us, allowing God's word to renew our mind, to show us the way, y'all. Because God has called us the royal priesthood. God has called us a holy nation. We are his special possession as stated in 1 Peter 2.19. Like this is us. But when Jesus came and died for our sins. He was the perfect lamb. He was the sacrifice. His blood atoned for our sin and iniquity so that we could have eternal life. When we believe in him, he set the way. He showed us the way. He showed us how to do it. He who knew no sin, but also understood temptation because he came down in human form and experienced what we, went, we we go through on a daily basis because of the disobedience that happened at the fall. And it's this reality that the Old Testament, they're sacrificing animals or certain ways that they have to do it. Well, Jesus came and fulfilled all of that that no longer has to happen. But the reality is that we have become the royal priesthood. We have become this whole holy nation individually and collectively where the priest in the old Testament were the only ones who could go in the temple or do certain rituals. Like we now, because of the new covenant that we are under when Jesus died and now having the Holy spirit that dwells within us, we now have access directly to God through Jesus Christ. And that was always God's desires for us to have a relationship with him. If you go and look at the children of Israel, God always desired to show them who he was, but they said, no, don't show us you unless we die. Just talk to Moses. That was not God's desire, but because of the faultiness, because of the lack of discipline, because all they knew was bondage they didn't allow themselves to experience the fullness of God. But we have this opportunity to experience the fullness of God. And it's this notion that Joseph is an example. His character was purged until the promises of God came to pass. Psalms 105, 19, like we have to go through processing to handle the magnitude of what's required of our life. It's a necessity for survival. Because if we get too much now in our infancy, in our immaturity, it can kill us. But as we walk this thing out, as we allow God to show us truth in moments of exposure and corrective experiences in deep connected and rooted relationships that we allow ourselves to be vulnerable and transparent and bring corrective experiences, that we see more of God In our daily encounters through ourselves, in our shortcomings, we allow God in instead of shutting him out, instead of allowing doubt, shame, and fear to get in the way. Like we allow ourselves to see God for who he is as father and not the idea in which we have built up because of our brokenness. Like 2020 was a a test to see, are we really seated in the heavenlies with the Lord Are we really standing on the word of God? And I'll be the first one to tell you, y'all, I had some, some good days and some bad days. But what happened is I stopped checking my thoughts and I just allowed them to pile up. I just allow my thoughts to pile up. I didn't do what the word says in second Corinthians ten five where it says to take every thought captive that presents itself high and lofty about the Lord. I didn't do that. I was busy cause God increased my capacity, and when there's an increase of capacity, there's an, a new level required to walk in that capacity as He stretched my capacity and gave me more. I had to learn how to adjust to handle the more, and it had its good days and it had its bad days, but I can stand here now in 2021 talking to you guys today and tell you we made it and we're in our right minds I'm in my right mind and so it's this reality that breaking down character purged character is the mental and moral qualities distinctive to an individual and purged is ridded of unwanted quality condition or feeling removed like go to the definitions of these things like these are, are biblical word things that we can define to help us practically apply it that when god is purging our character character is the mental moral qualities distinctive to us like there is things within our character that do not reflect the nature of god because of what we experience because of what we encountered and just because we're born into the sin and sin and sin and iniquity filled world that we have to adjust, but we have to see the truth through God's lens and not through our, our, our lens. However, we all have a unique character. We all have unique personalities and it's up to us to allow God to refine that through purging, which is getting rid of that. That does not please him. That does, that, that does not look like him and he he wants to. And he has given us this foundation in Galatians 5, which talks about the things of the flesh and the things of the spirit and how to deny our flesh so that our spirit is stronger than it. Like literally when Jesus was praying in the garden of Gethsemane and he wanted some of the disciples to stay up with him and pray and he would come to them, grieve like like, can you not spare just an hour to pray, to intercede on my behalf? I'm going towards the cross. And he says, the flesh is, the the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Our spirit is stronger than our flesh, but we have to train it to be by denying our flesh, by dying to our flesh, by not allowing our flesh to rule and reign. And Galatians 5 gives us the blueprint, the strategy on how to do that. And Galatians 5 literally tells you what the flesh is. And Galatians 5.22 literally shows you what characteristics of the spirit are. And as we are walking this thing out, as we are allowing the word to refine us, allowing the Holy Spirit to do the will and the work within us to transform us by partnering with him, by putting some action towards our faith, by putting some action towards what God is calling us to do, We'll start to see this transformation. We'll start to see the discipline pop up. We'll start to, we'll look back and be like, whoa, God, I'm changed for the better. Like we are made in God's image and likeness and the prosperity of the material gain means nothing when our soul is in jeopardy. The prosperity of material gain means nothing when we don't have a relationship with the father, When we when we are in disobedience. Look at Saul his whole destiny was forfeited because of his heart's posture to not seek and please the Lord but even in that God is preparing somebody else to step forth like you see that in Esther when Mordecai's like hey girl like if you don't do this God is going to raise somebody else up to do it Like God's will and plan is going to go forth and he wants our active participation. We were created for such a time as this, but we have to decide to do the work that is required. Despite how we feel, despite what it looks like. We have to decide to say, God, I want my presence to be like your presence I want to walk in the, the fruit of the spirit. I want to exhibit love. I want to exhibit joy, peace, patience, kindness, faithfulness, gentleness with that, that extra dose of emphasis on self-control. Because when there is no self-control, that means we've given control over to someone else. It means we've allowed somebody else to control our emotions and our thoughts and our feelings and not, not nah, playboy, we ain't doing that over here. You feel me? Like we want to be in control of who God has called us to be. We don't want to sway like the waves, like the unstable, unstable, double-minded person. We want to be planted, deeply rooted like the tree in Psalms 1. And that means denying our flesh what it wants. That means checking the anger, going to the root of the anger, asking God to show us why this triggers us and getting to the heart of it instead of making excuses this is how they always are. It doesn't matter how they always are, but I challenge us to see it differently because their love language in this moment could be correction because that's all they know. And instead of taking it personal, instead of seeing it through a lens of offense, how about we see it through God's perspective or how about we see it, how they're actually dishing it out. And that's something I've had to learn, and I'm learning. Like you can't take everything personal. Offense is a choice, and so is embarrassment. You, we can't take everything personal. We have to, at some point. Put our feelings aside, put our pride aside, put our hurt aside, put our rejection aside and partner with the healing that we've been praying out to God for and step into it and stop allowing ourselves to revert back to the habits of the past. That's a stronghold that's broken by continuously taking our thoughts under subjection and testing it against the word of God. It doesn't align with God's nature. It doesn't align with what God tells us to think about. So whenever this thought arises, I choose not to partner with it in this moment of frustration where my experience with them is criticism and correction. I choose not to partner with the negativity or the pain of this. And I choose to ask God to see it through God's lens because I know his nature. So, okay, there, okay. Is there some truth in this or can I just throw this to the side? Is this something to bring into my being and hold on to it, or is it just, okay, God, forgive them for they know not what they do, now let me move past it, because this is all they can give me in their brokenness, and I don't have to take it personal, and I don't have to write it down or take it as advice, I can just kick it to the curb, and it's this notion that we can't get distracted by what the enemy is doing, and we have to be restored in gentleness, so coming to one another to express our pains and our frustration, being willing to repent when things happen. Like I had to do that in 2020. Hey, I had this expectation, this unexpressed thought. I assume this and forgive me because it made me be distanced towards you. It made me look at you a different way. And I want to say, I'm sorry, even if you didn't notice it, even if you didn't know I did. And I need to tell you, I'm sorry for carrying around this frustration. And I, let me let y'all in on something it is not our responsibility to make somebody forgive us or make somebody handle our vulnerability like with care and the aspect of we aren't responsible for what they do with it all we can do is show up in our authentic vulnerable self and be real and honest and if they can't deal with it okay god i give this to you show me how i'm supposed to navigate this space because for some of us That person just needs to get pushed back into the crowd. We love them. We speak to them. We say, hey, but they're not allowed into the deeper parts of our being. They are just an associate. We have to define the friendship. However, at the same time, Hosea was told to marry a prostitute, somebody who was intentionally unfaithful. So our process in this season may be enduring, may be showing up in consistency to this person who doesn't know consistency. And learning how to hold on to God in the midst of it and not take their actions personal because our ability to endure in this friendship actually shows them and teaches them what it looks like to endure themselves. Like y'all, this is grown up Christianity. Salvation is the first step. Sanctification is next. After we confess with our hearts and believe with our mouth that Jesus died for our sins, we now have to walk it out we now have to allow that same word to transform us. When we feel like a person is judging us or condemning us, it's because something in us is being triggered to see it in an offensive way. And not to say we're wrong or we're right, but how do we allow God to be our shield and our covering in that space so it doesn't become deeply rooted so it doesn't become bigger than what it is. And it's this notion that Christ has set us free to be more like him, like we're called to be the light. And in our healing, in our wholeness, on our journey of becoming more like Christ, we can help other people because of our God-given difference, because of how God has set us apart, because our willingness to be authentic and transparent we can help win other souls to the kingdom by me just opening up my mouth and partnering with the word that God sent me about discovering the power behind my voice. I'm doing that by speaking on this podcast. Despite who listens, I know that you listened and I thank you for listening. And I pray that my light is bright enough to encourage you to seek Christ even the more so and shine your light even brighter. It, it It means nothing for us to profit this world to get uh to, to profit this world and lose our soul it 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 maybe I'm trying to go to the heavens I'm trying to be with the Lords when my when I'm done when everything on this earth through me is poured out. I want to be with jesus I'm not trying to and this is something i've had to i'm working through in moments like I have to constantly check my heart like the devil can promote. I mean, we can just go and look at when Jesus was fasting in the wilderness and was tempted by the devil. He, he took him to a high place and said, I can give you all of this. The enemy can manifest and, and bring things to fruition because he's the ruler, the prince of this earth. Okay. But we want what God wants because Jesus already won. He died on the cross. He said it was finished. So we have the victory. We have the authority. He won the keys back. But we should only desire what God desires for us. And again, it's a constant process of renewing our minds and taking thoughts under subjection. And I'll be the first to tell you that there are moments where I have to say, whoa, God, I'm trying to make your name great, not mine. Please forgive me. It's not about how many followers I have or how much money I have in the bank account. It's about you getting the glory out of everything that happens That I can testify of your goodness, despite what it looks and feels like. And do I have some testimonies coming for y'all? Stay tuned. (sighs) He said that the weapons would form, but they shall not prosper. They will form, but they shall not prosper. Things are going to happen. Frustration is going to come. Struggles is going to come. Doubt is going to come. Fear is going to try to get in. They're going to try to form against us, but they will not prosper because God is covering us. God is our armor, our shield. He shows us how to put on the belt of truth. Ephesians 6, how to put, how to armor up, how to armor up and use what he's given us because this battle is not against flesh and blood. It's not, it's not against me or you people we see. It's about what's happening behind the scenes in the quote unquote invisible world, y'all. Let's put on our armor. Let's put on our belt of truth. Let's put on the helmet of salvation, our shoes of the gospel of peace. I, I think I said the belt of truth, picking up the shield of faith, the breastplate of righteousness. to so swing with that sword of the spirit. That is our tool. That is our armor. That is our protection. And breaking down each piece, the belt of truth, the truth of who God is, the truth of his word, the breastplate of righteousness, being holy and righteous and walking up right is a daily process, a daily process of renewal. It's seeking after the things in the kingdom of God. But the only way to do that is to know God's nature. Like he's given us how to stand against the things that happen. This is his armor, the belt of truth of who he is, the breastplate of righteousness, no immorality, no impurities, nothing that is a part of the flesh in Galatians 5.13. The opposite of that, that is what we are to, to walk in. Putting on the shoes of the gospel of peace, though the gospel, the truth, the good news brings peace. God's nature is peace. He is the God of peace. The shield of faith to know God I may not see it, but I know. But I also have stones and moments that I have collected. Writings and journals and photographs and testimonies and encounters that I have collected that speak to what you have done and what you are doing. I have the faith to know that if you did it once, you'll do it again. The helmet of salvation that we are covered, that we will seek God because we confess with our mouths and believe with our hearts that he died for our sins. And now we're stepping into that sanctification process that we have the coverings of salvation, the truth of who God is to guard our minds against the thoughts that are displeasing to him against the doubt and the fear and the confusion and the chaos that tries to attack our mind first that we are covered. And the sword of the spirit, the word of God is sharper than any two-edged sword and pierces through bone and marrow. God sits on the throne and his word is what we take into battle. We say his word, we recite scripture, we meditate on it by thinking about it, by reciting it, by saying it, y'all, like he's given us strategy on how to step into the story that he wrote for us and laying down what we think we want to pick up what he desires for us. And as we go deeper in intimacy with him, our desires become his desires. As we place ourselves upon the altars as sacrifices to say, God, I only want to smell like you. I want to be a pleasing fragrance to your nose. I want to be more like you. God can come in and show us the more of who we are and the more of what he has called us to do here in this earth on at this time for such a time as this. Because if he would have given Joseph the promise 22 years at the onset of the vision, he would have forfeited the assignment because of the lack of maturity to handle the promise. Y'all, the weight we're carrying that's supposed to be purging us is crushing us because it's misplaced. So let's put it in its right place. Let's ask God for strategy. Well, y'all, I just honestly, the Lord just gave me strategy to give to y'all. So you can run this whole podcast back and take notes on what the Lord has given us to walk out our discipline to endure. You can download my ebook for really a summary of this and bite sized pieces of how God is calling us to show up and to be. He's showing us how to seek first the kingdom and righteousness so that everything we need will be added on to us. He wants us to trust him, but he also wants us to be trusted. What well, Can he get his will done in the earth through us? Will we be willing vessels to do what God is calling us to do, no matter the cost, no matter what it looks like, no matter what it feels like? Because the visions that we're writing down that he's showing us because we're spending time with him require us to step into the sanctification process so that we can handle the more of what is required. We can't do it without him. We shouldn't want to do it without him. And this is the reality where we're in between the word and a couple of God's promises where God has spoken a thing and the promises are in the distance, but we're in the middle because he needs us to do the work here in the middle. So I love you guys. I'm cheering you guys on. I'm excited about what God is about to do. So I have a daily text line 919-568-5610 where you can text me and I send out daily inspiration around maximizing your God, your God given difference to make a profit because it's in our secret sauce, my secret sauce being vulnerability and consistency. And how do how do we take that and merging it with discovering the power behind our voices, owning our stories and making it look good while building a business and branding it? It's taking our difference, realizing that we can speak into this because this is what God sets us apart with, that we have a story that that can be a brand and a business because that is how God is calling us to step out in this season. And it may look different for a lot of us. It may not be a full, a full entrepreneurship. It may just be a side hustle because you're called to the marketplace of a nine to five and that is okay. But how do we show up with God in this season at the beginning of 2021 where everybody has these New Year's resolutions, throw the New Year's resolution away and just lay in the presence of the Lord. Allow him to be your brand strategist. Allow him to direct your steps. Allow him to show you what is required of the years to come. Because 2020 was just the beginning. (laughs) It was just the eye-opening. The the pre-credits. To what is to come. But those who will find themselves planted in the secret place will be the ones that God can get his assignment in this earth done through. And I desire to be one of them and I desire you to be one of them. So I thank you guys for hanging with me today. If you have any questions, go ahead and text my line 568 if you need some accountability. And stay tuned because I have some dope things coming for us to be consistent and accountable in our walk, in our business, in our in our our friendships like y'all. I got you as long as God tells me to. <laughs> Bye. I thank you guys for listening to today's episode. And I'm hoping that you have a journal, that you've taken some notes, that you reflect and process through some of the things that we discussed today on how you can show it with God. I would love to stay connected with you. You can follow me at underscore Janae Carly on Instagram or just visit my website, JanaeCarly.com. Holla.